Hello everyone, welcome along to a playoff preview edition of the Luton Town Supporters Trust podcast. Second year in a row that we've done this particular podcast. Uh, we've done it last year at the presentation evening and we are back for more again at the presentation evening. So you, if you hear any background noise, it's literally the evening has just got underway, the doors have just opened and we're recording the podcast uh, as we go. Um, I'm Kev, I've got everyone along with alongside me, I've got the Lutonian journalist James Cunliffe, Trust Chairman Tony Murray, Luton fan Dan Barrett-Davis, uh, I'll get the thoughts of all the boys and we will get as many players as we can over the course of the evening, we'll get their thoughts on the season as a whole and the big matches that there are to come. Before we get stuck into what is to come, thank you very much for everyone who has seen me at a game or messaged me on social media or everything else regarding the marvellous Nakamba and Lars Elstrup podcasts, we're really delighted that they went down a storm. Both fantastic guests, uh, different guests in their own right, but uh, equally uh, as welcome as each other. I think, James, we did the Lars Elstrup podcast. We didn't know what to expect, but it was a, a memorable afternoon for both of us. Yeah, completely on the hoof. Um, quite a bizarre scenario with me, you, your dad, Lars Elstrup and Nick Harford sitting at uh, a Luton Starbucks across from the training ground. And it's a good job the microphones weren't rolling at that some, point. Some, uh, yeah, some very uh, <laughs> spicy tales of the 80s there back then. But yeah, unbelievable day. I really didn't know how it would go. We'd all heard the stories about Lars Elstrup and I'm um, you know, delighted that he's, um, you know, back in a great frame of mind and um, it's, it was a, it was a great tale not only about Luton I suppose but about the importance of talking about mental health and um, you know getting getting that right so if anyone hasn't listened then please do I'm really proud of it what we did there so um, yeah it was a great one yeah I think we agree it's one of the best ones that we've done in the six years that we've done this podcast it isn't one of those that is aged by the weekend like we do with the players it's not out of date so um, Bowman's yeah please do go and listen if you haven't already done so uh, Tony um, I get there's a bit of deja vu here really isn't there not just the fact that we're recording this podcast at the presentation evening as we did a year ago but the town are in the playoffs. And yeah, unreal, isn't it? We're, but we're not just in the playoffs. We're in the playoffs as third place in the championship. Before we discuss the playoffs, the permutations and everything that can come of that, that achievement is bloody magnificent, isn't it? Oh, it, it, it's fantastic. A real fairy story when you, you consider where we were nine years ago. Um, and we've continued to improve season upon season. I mean, last last season, we... we did it on the last day we, we just made it this season it's been like we've been cruising to it um you know and and to say now that you know form league tables don't lie and we can hold our hands up and say yeah we are the 23rd best team in the country um it, it, it's great and we're going into these playoffs in a much better position as well you know we, we haven't got the injuries that we had last season so um, we, we're keeping the run going uh, we're going to go into it we, we're, we're looking a good bet and I don't think any of the other teams are going to be relishing playing us to be honest Kev no, I would agree with that. I should just say this is only going to be a preview podcast for the playoffs. We're not going to do a full look back at all of the fixtures like we normally do. However, Danny, there was one since we've um, met that might be significant down the line. We don't know. We, you know, we might come up against Middlesbrough again. We might not. Mm. But if we do, we've beaten them. We beat them yep. fair and square. And um, if there's a psychological edge to be had, we've got it. Yeah, I think so. Especially, you know. The fact that we've only just beaten them, there's there's every chance that we can do it again. Why not? Um, obviously, there's the flip side of that. They might have an idea of how we play. It'll still be fresh in their minds from last Monday, but there's absolutely no reason at all why we can't go and do them again. Um, obviously, that'll be at Wembley now, if if should both teams get there. And I fancy it. I do fancy it if, if that is indeed the case. So, yeah. James, you wrote a piece for the programme uh, for that Middlesbrough game, uh, highlighting the achievement. We hadn't actually secured third place at the time. We have since then. It, it, it's almost, you can almost not put it into words because 10 years ago, and I mentioned this in the takeaways that I did after Monday night on your website, you couldn't, we were so far away from this position that even if you dreamt it, you didn't get to this position. You just got to League One or somewhere like that. We're on the verge of the Premier League. What if, uh, if there were no playoffs, we're in the Premier League next season. Now, that's absolutely crazy. 
it's remarkable yeah i mean people adapt to situations quite well and and we, we tend to forget how far people have come how far the, the club has come and and people are now obviously looking up um to a not very far distant premier league um so they sort of do tend to forget that and and i think it is really worth sitting down and having to think about it and and, and remarking on how unbelievably um, well this club has done what a rise you know seven consecutive seasons of finishing higher than the previous one um and you know less than a decade ago in in the conference and let, let's make no bones about it until john Steele turned up in the doldrums unbelievable achievement and you know we've been along for most of that we started in league two very very privileged to be talking about this club on on, on record since league two days and, and what a ride it's been been unbelievable even even to the point if we, we were sitting here one year ago in this event pre the awards bash saying how how good it was i think you know it was, it's great to remark about it, but i don't think we could probably even have dreamed that it would have got this good uh, incredible yeah, it, I mean, it really is. Uh, you're right to mention John Steele there, James, because Rob Edwards is going to get a lot of the limelight at the presentation evening tonight, and quite rightly so. The job he's done to take us to where we are has been magnificent. But we should reflect that John Steele and Nathan Jones have been huge parts of this journey, Tony. And and tonight we're going to also launch the start of our 20th anniversary of the Trust um, celebrations. It is our 20th year this year. And that in its, that as well is going to kind of remind everyone just how far the club's come, the the, the dark days that we've been through mm. and that's going to make the next few weeks even sweeter yes i mean what a ride um you know those of us who like yourself kev you and i were there right at the start and the basic reason we we got involved was we we wanted to do something to to make sure our football club survived and was there for future generations and you know never mind the, the last nine years the last 20 years have, have, have been something you know we faced uh, a couple of financial crises where we didn't know whether we'd have a club at the end of it um so yeah it, it, it it's an amazing ride um i've been privileged to be the first chair of uh, the supporters trust and i'm in my second spell doing it and uh, what i will say is i've worked with some amazing people over those years there's some you know we've had some good uh people in the position of chairman um and we're we're so strong what we've achieved now um with gaining the image rights for the for the club puts us in a great position um but we need people to join us to to join the trust uh, come on board with us because the more people that are members the stronger we are as a, as an organization and we we could still have future battles ahead of us you never know um 2020 are not going to be there forever um you know there will be other custodians that come in and and some of them may not be as benevolent as 2020 but also we've got a new ground on the horizon and also we've got to look and work with 2020 over ground protection and, and where we go with that. So um, it's an ongoing issue. Um, I'm very proud of the trust and what my board members, both past and present, have done. And we'll keep it going and, and all supporters can be assured that we will be there to promote their best interests and to make sure that the story of Luton Town is an ongoing positive one. We absolutely will. That is uh, 100% for sure. The level of detail that goes into the planning at this football club is so big mm. that even after, even to the extent that after the Middlesbrough game, Rob Edwards would not over-celebrate just in case we play them at Wembley. It's, it, you know, it's just magnificent. The, just the small details, it might add up at the end to be the difference between going up and not going up. Well yeah, you, you, you're right. I mean, anything like that could only serve to um, instill a sense of fight and uh, in, in the Middlesbrough players it could wind them up and that's what we we don't want and uh, i think rob was absolutely spot on with that absolutely spot on yeah 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 definitely um <clears throat> i say you know the, 
the level of detail that does go into planning games, I mean, it's very easy to think, oh, just pick the players and go out there. It's, it's, it's far, far more to it than that. And, you know, I, I think what, what Rob's, Rob's done there is very humane. I mean, another manager might have done the old chest pumping and fist pumping and stuff and really G'd us up because we've just beaten someone who potentially we could be playing a month later in the final. You know, you, you've got to be very careful with mind games like that. And the only way to back that up is to do it again and it's not as easy as just going out there and playing is it you know you've, you've got to you've got to do it right you've got to approach it properly and I, I think he's absolutely spot on there take the right approach humane approach and just go with it so so let's look to the playoffs then James does it feel different this year from 12 months ago big time yeah I mean Luton just scraped in didn't they and um you know, the thing with Luton, as we all know, we've all, we, we're all going to mention it at some point that Luton have never won in the playoffs. They've never. Well, I wasn't going to mention it, but no. I mean, you know. But, I, me- I, speak about it. but I only <laughs> mention it now because I don't, it doesn't even register on my, in my brain at the moment. Oh, I mean, <laughs> the pain still registers well, on my... Yeah, I, it, it does. Because there, some, some of it was really recent. Last, week, some of uh, last it, season. Some of it was really recent, but the way this team has been playing the form they're on they're the form side other than Burnley Burnley are the runaway leaders there's no point in fearing anybody this team could go ahead and win a 1-0 they can come from behind as they saw against Middlesbrough arguably arguably the other best team in this division and they've got it all they've got a you know defender uh, in in Tom Lockyer who's got in the team of the season championship team of the season they've got Carl Morris, who's first player to score 20 goals in second-tier season since Brian Steen 41 years ago. They've got some of the best midfielders and um, they've got a massive clean sheet record. So um, I think it's 19. Yeah, 19. Mm. Not quite 20 yet. So Some, to- some doing as well. I mean, in this, in this league of players getting paid so much money, clubs being able to afford so much more than Luton, what has happened here is an incredible team has been put together and I think you've got to back them. Tony, yeah, last season, obviously we finished sixth. Therefore, we had to host the first leg. We had to go away for the second leg. It was our undoing in the end. The fact that that's flipped on its head, is that significant this season? I think so, yeah. Uh, Because we've proved over the season just how difficult we are to beat away from home. Um, it's a definite advantage to us and uh, I think whoever we play we're quite capable of going there and you know at the very least getting a nil-nil but uh, you know one nil's our favourite scoreline so um, we're quite capable of doing that and and I think you'll you'll see that we are going to be a bit more um, tougher at the back than we were in the game against Blackburn Um, so yeah it, it's all to play uh, to play for if we go and get a result in that first first leg uh, and then um, we can relax a little bit in the second leg but but not too much because uh, we still want the guy boys up for it and want to get a result in that so you know I'd like I, I'd like to see us uh, win both legs and we're capable of doing it yeah, I think so. you know and um, yeah whoever we play I know that the lads will give us 100% Danny you can't move on social media for uh, pictures of Luton's away end at the mm, minute but one yeah. thing about the Kenorf is the atmosphere is incredible and on that Tuesday night regardless of the score in the first leg the atmosphere under the lights yeah. for that second leg is going to be magical we're running out of time for great nights at Kenworth Road but we're going to make sure that that one is a real special one too right because and like James said earlier you know the, with the highest we finished in what is it 40 years or 30 years or whatever so you know and I've, I've been to second leg finals at uh, semi-finals at Kenworth Road before I remember 97 against Crew was my first one first proper t- I think it was Luton's first taste of playoffs actually and apart from the result of that for those of us old, old enough to remember the atmosphere was just electric. And I remember Wrexham a few years ago as well in the conference. Uh, we'd done 3-0 at their place and brought them back here and beaten 2-1. The atmosphere again was just rock. It was just amazing. And not, not when they stood over that penalty at 1-0 it weren't. No, no, it was a bit no, edgy then, not, wasn't it? Maybe not, but <laughs> Tyler had it covered. So. <laughs> and, you know, I, I've actually forgotten about that. But what a save. It was a proper heart and mouth moment. But 
I mean, how many times have we seen that at Kenilworth Road? The heart and mouth moments. Um, and then when it goes our way, the, the roof literally lifts off, doesn't it? And, you know, you, you look at Kenilworth Road and you think, God, how many times have, have you nearly been battered through the, the, the atmosphere that we can create? And, you know, to anyone listening to this, going to the game, the second leg, let's do it again. Let's do it again. Because we, we're the 12th man. Rob's, Rob said it a few times this year. Nathan said it a lot. John still said it a lot. We're the 12th man and we need to make sure that Kenilworth Road is still the fortress that we know it as. We need that Watford spirit, yeah. you know, from, from the home fans, definitely. Yeah, and I, I think we'll have it because I think people will be up for it. If, if, you're, not getting a, if you're getting a ticket for that, you, you're up for it. You must be. Not, not the Watford spirit, I think we should clarify. Not, They've got absolutely none of it. You mean <laughs> you mean the spirit from the Watford that, game that, from where I mean, they got yeah. battered <laughs> everywhere they go. Everywhere they go yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's late and I'm feeling a bit inarticulate. And he's got a pint on the go. Got, none of us out I'm feeling very parched to tell you that. I wouldn't invite I wouldn't mind, but he's got to go on the stage and present the Trust Award in an hour. He can't even get his words out in the podcast. It's going to be a nightmare, this. It is. You're not wrong. It's a new mentality, isn't it? I think yeah. uh, Luton are now the favourites. They've got to be, and that's probably not been the case. That, do you know what? That's the only thing that doesn't sit right with me. Yeah. Well, you're not okay being the underdog. You're, you're okay underdog. because the bookmakers don't have Luton as the favourites. So technically, oh, you've only got to look at the odds, and we are I, second favourites. Middlesbrough are the favourites to go up. Yeah. How have they come to that conclusion? You can see why. They've come no, to they, they, they've, <laughs> they've come to that conclusion because Middlesbrough have got the top scorer in the division. They've got the most famous manager of the four. They've got the and if you, and best if, history of the four. And if you listen to their fans, they're already in the Premier League. And yeah. yeah, and if you listen to their manager, uh, no one can go near their players. So that probably also um, form says otherwise. Also, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> 12 months ago I got you all to give me a prediction for the semi-finals I'm not going to do that this time but what we will do <laughs> is me and James will go and get the thoughts of some of the protagonists that are going to be involved in those two playoff semi-finals and hear what they've got to say and I'm going to try and stay sober that's not going to happen either but the first part of it I'm amazed he's using like the, the present tense in that I mean this <laughs> horse has bolted on that one <laughs> So, yep, yeah, uh, me and James will go out now and we'll get some players and we'll um, see what they've got to say. Okay, I'm joined by the town's number nine, one of the stars of this season, Carlton Morris. Carlton, before I ask you about the playoffs and what's to come, congratulations on a brilliant season. From your point of view, how's it been your first season at Kenilworth Road? Thank you, mate. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's been a thoroughly enjoyable experience. Like, lads welcome me with open arms from, from minute one. So it's, uh, it's been an easy transition for me. We had you on the podcast right at the start of the season and you were scoring goals left, right and centre then. And I asked you then about your partnership with Elijah Adebayo because a lot of the people outside of Luton said that you two are too similar and you can't play together. Well, since then, you've proved that's nonsense because you formed a brilliant strike partnership. Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, you know, I've loved playing with Vila all year. We work off each other really well. Uh, we've got a good on-field and off-field relationship, which is always important. But like, you know, with the quality of player he is, you know, it's easy to, um, it's easy to sort of go hand in hand with him in terms of how we perform on a weekly basis because, you know, he's got so many qualities and it's just about learning how I can best, you know, play alongside him to, to bring those qualities out. 20 goals for yourself this season. The first time that someone's done that at Luton in the second tier in 40 years. Absolutely fantastic season. You've scored left-footed goals, you've scored right-footed goals, you've scored headers. Is there a favourite one that stands out? Um, all the ones that have, that have won us games are my favourite collectively. And there's plenty of them as well, haven't there? Lots of 1-0 Carlton Morris. It was becoming a scorecast that I was betting regularly halfway through the season. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like, as I said, like, my favourite goals are the ones that win games because there's nothing more frustrating than scoring in a game where you lose, so it sort of means nothing. You're not just a goal scorer, though. You set Tom Lockyer up on uh, Monday at Blackburn. You've, I think it's seven assists that you've got officially, but I think there's a couple more, actually, that have not been given to you. One of which, uh, one assist is a goal of the season contender tonight, Alfie Doughty's at QPR. Absolutely brilliant. He absolutely belted that ball at you, yet you still got it back to him. Yeah, it was a it was a brilliant finish from Alf. To be fair to him, is uh, you know, power is not something that that Alfie struggles with for sure. As you can see, as that rocketed into the top corner, but um, he could have taken a bit off the pass into me. <laughs> he most certainly could. Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
two massive games to come. You've been involved in the playoffs before at Barnsley. Unfortunately, that didn't go the way that you wanted it to. But have you got that good feeling that this time it's going to be different? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's you know, it's a, there's a lot of different circumstances that are, that differentiate this situation to that situation. You know, it's different, different group, different group of lads, different team. You know, different atmospheres. You know, everything's different. So, yeah, we're feeling really positive. Um, you know, I've got a lot of teammates in that room behind me that that I can rely on. So, it's a good place to be. And we've finished third which is absolutely massive for the club as a whole from sort of where we've been and everything else. But, but most importantly, it means the second leg is at Kenworth Road. You've obviously experienced Kenworth Road under the floodlights. It's going to be a magical, magical occasion. How much are you looking forward to that? Yeah, very much so. Um, night games have been excellent this season. The atmosphere is the atmosphere's always electric. So, um, you know, I wouldn't want to be the opposition coming here. Indeed not, particularly if we've got a result on the road. We've been fantastic on the road all season. Carlton, you have been absolutely tremendous this season. I've loved watching every single minute of you. All the best for the playoffs. I've got full faith that you guys are going to get it done. Thank you, mate. I agree. Appreciate that. I'm sat with uh, uh, Elijah Adebayo um, at the annual awards due 12 months ago. Things weren't so good. <laughs> if I remember rightly, you were in cryogenic therapy and everything, trying to get ready for the playoffs, but a bit different this time around. Yeah, I um, think this time around, obviously, uh, still played a lot of the games, but uh, I think, again, like my body's uh, got used to the level um, even more so now. So, uh, to get my body in the best position possible in order to play every game um, and not fall at the the last hurdle again, which is uh, obviously a credit to the uh, management team and the fitness fitness side. Um, those guys have had, we've had the cryos in, um, we've had the uh, recovery pumps in, uh, masseuses have come in to make sure everyone is in tip top shape. And um, yeah, for me, it's just I'm, I'm glad to be. <laughs> stay still around it but obviously I'm happy to be fit and uh, in the best shape possible to go into the playoffs because you were positive about um, getting ready last time for the last playoffs and doing all that therapy I mean it didn't quite work out in the end um, you know you, you got flung on at the end of that semi-final second leg to try and nick something it just wasn't quite, quite to be so it must be some change around to be from that to uh, playing regularly and, and looking forward to the playoffs having qualified yeah I mean like last year just wasn't um, just wasn't right uh, for me and I was gutted um, especially on the on the back of the season that I had I was I was it was almost a deflation in the end um, to not be out there and help the boys it was it was tough to watch from the side and um, coming on in those final stages it was um, to hopefully try and try and get something but uh, Neil wasn't at a hundred percent um but again uh this year we 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 go again we finish higher than we did last year and we have a couple of games to go which is which is fantastic achievement from everyone involved um and i'm just happy to be part of a team part of a squad uh part of a club that just keeps fighting to the end and um we <clears throat> we try and make sure that everyone is plays their part um, whether it's five minutes, ninety minutes, ninety-five minutes, make sure everyone is fit and ready to go. And I'm just, I'm just glad that I'm, I'm fit and, and healthy. I think yes, we all are this time. I mean, it's the same. It's a, it's a difference seems to be across the whole of the squad, even with players like say Reese Burke and Gay Bosch who have been out for a while. We spoke to them already. They're very positive about coming back, but there must be a very different feeling around the whole squad about going into this. Not least because you've qualified way before the last game of the season, but. So many of you are available, fit and firing. Yeah, I mean, if you, if you again, if you go back twelve months ago, um, we had what thirteen injuries, I think it was. Um, nearly half the squad was 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 out, and again, that's a testament to the to the fitness fitness guys, um, Jared, uh, Canvey, Elliot, and obviously the the physio as well, Chris Sai, um, Daz, uh, that have made sure everyone's everyone's uh, on top of. Their, their their bodies are making sure they're doing things even away from the training ground to make sure they're uh, fully prepared to play 95 minutes uh, week in week out and 
Gabe and, and Berkey are, are so close. Yeah, I mean, the squad is in a, in a great place and I think everyone is excited because we know that there's also competition for places as well as the competition to get promoted, which is obviously we're all in it together, but everyone wants to play in those games. Everyone wants to, wherever you play five minutes, like I said, 90 minutes, everyone wants to play a part, which is only going to bode well for the team. Those medical guys must have worked wonders because you guys have been fairly machine-like uh, of late. I mean, we're talking you qualified for the playoffs with a couple of games to go. You finished third. You beat your nearest rivals in Middlesbrough in that sense. Um, and everything seems to be going very well, indeed. Yeah, I mean, like um, we said it the other day uh, before the before the Blackburn game, we said obviously we've finished third uh, in the championship. Like, we need to take a step back and look at that and say, listen... Burnley and and Sheffield United, yeah, they've done great, uh, but we're the best of the rest. So, I mean, you can only take confidence um, from that in, into the playoffs. And yeah, the like I said, the medical team. Sometimes, obviously, last year it was like the Bermuda Triangle, as as uh, Nathan Jones said. Um, you walk in there, you just never know you're going to come out with. But this year, um, I think because of the fact that everyone has done well, uh, we're just everyone wants to play, and that's a credit to to them as well. And for yourself, not only injury-free, but this season you formed a formidable partnership with Carlton Morris. Um, I'm not sure if we were recording when Kev said, ask, ask him about whether you could play together. I mean, it's clear that you can. He's uh, knocked in 20 goals and you've been up there assisting him and helping him as well. Doing And, and you've been terrorising defences, really. Yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, for me, it was... Uh, we always knew we were going to play play well together I think it was a case of just getting the timing and being able to understand each other um, as, as time goes on and sometimes you might say you don't have that time in the championship because it's relentless but for both of us it was just about doing what we're both good at and being able to complement each other in order for the team to do well and like I said to him at the beginning of the season like you're going to you're going to score loads of goals um said it to Harry Cornick at the beginning of last year, said, you're going to score loads of goals and that might not be just because I'm playing with you, but it's just because of once you create a, a partnership and you get that bond together, you look for each other, you, like, I, like the other day, um, for him to get to 20 goals, I said to him, listen, I take the penalty, you deserve it. It's, it's those type of things that go a long way in, in order to make the team successful. And yes, it might be us too, but you've got to look at the the whole structure of the team we're trying to do what's best for the team so I mean listen I've enjoyed playing with him um, he's 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 remarkable like Corley said it's, it's amazing he hasn't scored 20 goals prior um, but you can see every day in training he's left foot right foot you, headers he's just got everything so for me it was obviously I would like to have scored more goals myself but listen last year um, me and Harry had that that partnership and this year it's the same thing with me and Cotton at the end of the day it's the team if we if we achieve what we want to achieve listen it's, it's going to be down to everyone wherever that's locks uh, Ethan at the back the defenders the strikers midfielders everyone's going to be pulling their putting their part in, in into these games so um, yeah it's just it's fantastic and I've loved playing every minute with him I have got the Bobbers Travel away player of the season, Tom Locke here alongside me. Locks, first of all, before we go on to the playoffs and everything else, you're a member of the EFL Championship team of the season. Congratulations on that. That is a serious, serious achievement. Yeah, it's, uh, it's lovely to be recognised for that. It was um, yeah, really nice to, to get in that team and, um, and represent Luton in that squad because it's a squad full of um, great championship players. So... To be representing the club in that is, uh, yeah, is something I'm very proud of. As a fan, you shouldn't be the only one in there, really. I think Carlton deserves to be in there at the very least, and probably a couple more of your teammates. But yeah, to be in there. But have you kind of taken offence that they put you in defence? Because since you got that award, you've played two games and you scored both times. Yeah, yeah no, it's um, yeah, it's, it's uh, yeah, it is what it is. It's um, since Marv has, has joined, I've not had much to do at the back. So, you know, I just thought I might just might as well chip in with a few more goals now. So, um, yeah, it's nice to get on a score sheet. I've never done two in a row before in my career. So that's really nice. Um, 
three and three would even be nicer maybe five and five so you, you never know do you but um yeah I think there's 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 uh, almost a bit more confidence in me now when I when I go up for a corner almost expecting to score rather than hoping to score one at a certain game at Wembley would be absolutely fantastic um this season it's been a brilliant season I'll go personally first you've been given the captain's armband for the second half of it while Sonny was recovering from injury I mean that must be a great honour of course it is um to to have that it's uh you know, it, it, it really does mean a lot, and you know, it make I know it makes my old man really proud when he sees me with that, because um, he says that's that's not just about your footballing ability, that's that's about leadership skills and people skills as well. So, um, yeah, that makes him really proud, which which in turn makes me proud as well. And um, to 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 captain such a great club is is obviously a massive honour. Um, you, you know, you don't need me to tell you that. Um, so yeah, it is it's massive leading the boys out and um yeah it it, it does give you uh, a, a little little bit extra, you know, leading the boys out and that, but um I think we've got such a good good squad this year. Um, you know, there there's quite a few natural leaders in the in this squad anyway. Um so yeah, obviously it's me me with the armband uh, at times, but obviously there's a lot more lads leading behind the scenes. Sitting alongside you, you've got a couple of war wounds to uh, show for your efforts this season, but all well going into the playoffs? Yeah, all good. Looking forward to it. It's, it's the exciting time of the season. It's, it's why we play football in it, you know. Um, I was speaking to my mate the other day and he was like, oh, like gutted, like, um, yeah, I'm going to have a lot longer holiday than you. And I was just thinking, like, what's wrong with you? Like, why would you not want to be involved in playoffs and, and the exciting side of the season? You know, there's going to be plenty of times in your career when you are going to finish on the 8th of May like everyone else and, and have a two-month holiday. But, you know, that's that's not why I play the game. Um, I play the game for for these big games and, and these these moments and, you know, the the hopefully the, the medals at the end of the season. Um, and if that's going to be via Wembley this year, then hopefully that is the case. This year, though, it's different, isn't it? We go into the playoffs with three weeks' notice. We can get our heads around when the game is, prepare and everything. Whereas last year, it was a bun fight. We had to win the last game of the season, and then it was a rush to the thing. The other team are going to have that this time around. Is that going to help us? No, I, I don't want to say yes or no. It's one of them things. It's, it's football. Um, it's, it's, I think it's a credit to the, to the club and the, and the manager, um, that we are in this position that we're in um, with obviously like three weeks preparation like you said but it's still like there was three still three games to go and um, we, like I've said in other interviews we don't want to stumble into the playoffs you know tripping over ourselves we want to go in with momentum and uh, we want to be winning games getting results um, we don't want to be losing games and going in with a bad run of form Um because you know, losing games just uh, is, is you know, like winning games is great for the confidence, and losing games does the opposite, doesn't it? So, um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, feel, I just feel like this year we, we've been able to manage it a lot better because of that that three week break we haven't had to go full squad for 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 ninety minutes, and the, and the gaffer's done really well managing that. Um, I think that that would probably be the main difference because obviously the injuries last year hampered us a lot, didn't they? We, we know we're in good form and, you know, when we're fully fit, we'll give anyone in this league a right go. So, um, yeah, I'm, yeah, I don't want to be too high or too low. I, I want to just say level ground for the minute, see what happens and uh, give it our all and I'm, I'm hopefully we'll be all right. And assuming it all does go to plan, the fans are going to sing your name. They've sung your name all season. You've got two different songs. You're included in the Rob Edwards one. You've got your own song. What's it like? Because at the end of each game, you're over there and you, 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 you stand there for a fair amount of time. You soak it all in and stuff. I mean, what's it like when the Luton fans are singing your name? Yeah, it's brilliant. It's really, really good. Um, love it. My family love it as well. Um, it's really nice to get recognised like that. Do they sing um, it as well? Uh, I don't know. They they can't get to too many games, but um, my old man has said uh, he'll go to the um, playoff game regardless, even if it is Sunderland, he'll drive up. So um, he's committed to that one. Um, he probably is singing. He probably won't start in it, to be honest with you. But um, No, it is good. Uh, yeah, and um, obviously after Blackburn, stood over there for, for, for a little while and just, um, you know, I just thought... Um, you know the last away trip of the season obviously we've got the playoffs but the last uh, regular season you know it was uh, almost a, like a, a big thank you for all them for travelling all, all year and um, yeah really appreciating what they've done for us this season 
Lux, it's been a special season for you personally, for, for the club as well, and there's still a cherry to go on top of the ice, and I really, really hope you achieve that because you all deserve it for a brilliant season. Thanks a lot. All the best for this next month, mate. I'm joined by town midfielder and winner of the Ian Pierce Memorial Trophy, Jordan Clark. Uh, Clicker, thanks again for joining me on the podcast. Um, this season, has it exceeded expectations now, We're finishing third in the championship? Uh, not for us in as a squad and a group of staff. I mean, that's what we set out to do at the start of the season. Um, obviously, you want to go up automatic, that'd be, that'd be the dream, but... Um, I think obviously if you could go through the playoffs, I think that'd be the best way, as everyone says. But no, we, we definitely we knew we'd be around the playoffs again, hundred um, percent. And it was just trying to better last year, to be fair. And obviously we've done that so far, but um, obviously only one game to go in the season, and then obviously the uh, the pressure starts with the with the, the semi finals and the final. So uh, just looking forward to it now. And uh, like I just said on stage there, hopefully we can go go one better than last year and uh, get to the promised land which which everyone wants so the confidence in the camp must be well sky high really it is yeah and obviously I think it's been sky high since since Robin uh, Trolls and Richie's come in you know so um, we've been really fortunate to win a lot of games which is which is good in football because momentum's a, a massive thing you just keep going you just can't wait for the next game and stuff and uh, we sort of just kept, kept rolling with the punches really so um Obviously, like you said, we had, we had quite a few injuries last year, which probably halted us, really. I think, obviously, Eli missing last year was massive for us because he was obviously top scorer and probably one of the best players throughout the season. So, obviously, touch with this year. We've not had too many. We've got a couple of niggles, which hopefully the lads will get back for. I'm hoping the, the, first, the first leg of the playoffs. So, hopefully, we'll go in with full-strength squad, yeah. I think the other thing that did us last season, and I don't know if you agree, I'm sure you do actually, is the second leg was away. This time it's going to be at home and I think that's a big difference. I think it's a massive difference, yeah. I mean, uh, I think it's half five on, obviously the first leg's half five away, which is, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing for the fans, I suppose. You can get up there and you're not going to miss it and stuff. But And then obviously Tuesday night at home under the lights at the Kenny, so I think it'd be a massive difference. I mean, obviously last year we, we felt we should have won anyway, but... Um, I think if you ask anyone, they would say you want the second leg at home, definitely. And if you can get a result away from home at the first leg, and uh, it makes probably the second leg a lot easier. So, yeah, just looking forward to it now. Like I said, obviously, I think the last couple of games we've probably a little, been a little bit off it maybe, and that probably is to do with we've obviously cemented the playoffs and then we cemented third place. So it's like you don't want to take the foot off the gas, but then I suppose it's, it's, really. it's hard not to in a way because... You want to keep playing momentum and stuff, and you want to. But I suppose, like you say, I think in the back of mind, a lot of players think, oh, "I don't want to get injured and stuff. I don't want to." Shall I got? You know, it is. It's tough, but the gaff has been on us lately, and just uh, especially at half time of the day, it gives a bit of a bollocking. So, uh, just because obviously he wants us to go in with full momentum and just play as we have been doing previously, you know. So it's obviously when the players come, they come, and we just handle them. I'm really confident that you guys are going to do it this season. I mean, to be fair, I'm always confident, but I'm really confident. And one of the reasons is because when we go behind doesn't feel like that's it you know you feel like we can come back and Middlesbrough a couple of weeks ago was the prime example of that and so if some you know if if it does go a bit like it did in the playoffs last season when Huddersfield scored I know we came back in the home game you just kind of feel that we've got it in us to come back this time definitely mate and uh, I think that's a lot of character about our team you know and we never know when we beat that's that's probably the best thing to describe us as um, obviously like the Bill Wall one and the Middlesbrough one like you've mentioned we come back and got a point and obviously got three points against Middlesbrough. So it's not ideal, I must admit. It's uh, Obviously, I'm sure it gets the fans on edge, but we know when we get one, we get another and we get another because obviously the fans can sort of suck the ball into the back of net, as we say. But uh, yeah, I think just obviously the, the Huddersfield at home was weren't ideal. I think they scored after like a minute or something, wasn't it? So, but it's just about... Uh, being calm under pressure in them in them moments, you know, because that's that's the pressure games. But that's what we play football for, and uh, that's what the fans want. They want the big nights, especially in, when you when there's a, such a big prize at the end of the the two or three games you're going to play. So um, hopefully, we have, like I said, we can we can do one better than last year. 
Clicker, it's been a brilliant season. I've enjoyed every minute of it. Like Simon said on the stage, we're so delighted that you've signed up for a new contract. We had you on the podcast after you signed that new contract. I wish you all the best for the rest of this month and really, really hope that you guys are climbing that step at Wembley, uh, sending us to the promised land. No, I appreciate that, mate. Thanks very much. Um, like I say, it was no brain. I love the club. Um, so, yeah, just hopefully this year we can uh, create something special, yeah. So, my mate, all the best. Okay, alongside me I have one of the heroes of the season. Well, the hero of the season, if you like, really. I've got Gabe Osho. Gabe, I'm going to talk playoffs in a minute and I'm going to talk the season in a minute. But I think you know where I'm going to start this conversation. Uh, there was a lovely one-two taking place on the 1st of April, April Fool's Day, about half an hour into the game. Then Pelly, he picks you out. Discuss. Honestly, like, I wish I, wish I wasn't in the moment and I could have seen it myself. If that makes sense, because when I was involved in it, like I couldn't, I didn't get to take all in. So it's, it's hard to describe, but the feeling when it went in was just, it was like my brain had just like exploded. <laughs> That's the only way I could put it. Like everything was just, it was just crazy. I don't know. It's hard to explain. But it was just one, it was definitely the best moment of my footballing career so far. 9,000 Luton fans' brains exploded as well. There was noise like we've not heard for a while. Yeah, no, I, I know how much it means for the fans, especially um, especially where we're trying to go this season. But for it to be against them at that time, after all those years as well, like it was just it was just perfect, really. And it had to be you after what happened down there. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I probably owed I probably owed the supporters one. Uh, definitely owed our fans some get back and I owed theirs a little bit for what happened um so yeah I mean all in the build-up I thought this was going to be the this was going to be the game where I scored but um yeah for it to happen was just was just amazing and then when Al scored the second one I mean the roof was in danger of coming off the noise was incredible yeah no I was I was so relieved because you know games before then I think we were just winning one nil one nil it was getting a bit shaky towards the end of a lot of games but for him to score that second one, it was just like, now breathe. I was just, nah, incredible day. Enjoy the last couple of minutes knowing that the result was done and everything. You mentioned that we've won a lot of games 1-0. You've been a key contributor to that in terms of that back three, but I know it's a whole team uh, that, that, that fends. But your own season, I think, I thought you were good last season, but I think you've gone to another level this season. Is that fair to say? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think so. I think... Um... At the, at the end of last season when I was playing, things were going okay. But obviously I was playing in midfield, so it was a little bit different. Um, a position I wasn't really used to, but obviously I was learning on the job. But um, the start of this season was stop-start and then really, really stop-start with the suspensions and, you know, a little injury. But, you know, since coming back into the team uh, under under Rob, uh, things have just been going getting better and better really I think um, getting that good run you know getting familiar with Locks and Mari Cody outside me just really um, just really makes my game easier so I mean although I've been part of the clean sheet I think we've literally all been even across the back five even even the whole 11 really uh, we all work well to defend so now I've been happy with the way things have been going yeah, because we had you on the podcast last season and you were just transitioning into that defensive midfield role. And we were talking about, I remember you were talking about Pirlo and Casemiro and all these other players that you'd looked at. And now all of a sudden you, you don't need to look at those because you're playing a completely different position. It's weird how football works. Yeah, no, I think that quote, um, <laughs> that quote got me a lot of stick. I just meant that I was watching them. I, maybe I shouldn't have said, maybe I should have just said I was watching the games they're in. But, um, yeah, no, completely different position. Uh, obviously playing there's, really difficult from coming from centre back where everything's more mainly in front of you and then when you're in midfield it's like 360 and everyone's around you left right and front and behind so it's a bit it's a bit um it's a bit difficult a bit frantic but come back into a more familiar position this season I've been I think I've been playing a little bit better and the man who's replaced you in that position marvellous well I mean they named him well didn't they because he's exactly that yeah no Marv's been amazing since he's come in I think you can really see the big difference um in terms of goals conceded, matches won. I mean, I know that's a collective effort, but I think him coming in's really made everything a little bit more solid. 
I mean, mainly people talk about the back five and the goalkeeper when it comes to clean sheets, but I think him in defensive midfield has been really important for us. Um, so yeah, hopefully it continues for the next four games. And the season as a whole, you could just tell by watching you guys that it's been a better season, squad deeper at the start of the season and everything else. Does that give more confidence going into these playoffs? Uh, one million percent. One million percent. I think, um, you know, at the start of the season, uh, the chairman, manager said, cool, we're going to try and go one more. We're going to recruit better. We're going to do things better and see where we end up. And I think from that moment, we could see the players coming in were, you know, that level better and... Um, I think now it's been shown, even the way Rob's come in and taken it, taken us forward, probably. I think um, everyone now in the team really believe this year that we're going to get promoted. I think last year it was more, because it was new to us, we were more hoping or a bit tentative seeing what's going to happen. But this year, I think we really believe it. And how important will the fact that the semi-finals are flipped and the second legs at home this season make a difference? Yeah, huge. Having our fans is, having our fans in a game where we know what we need to do is going to be it's going to just change everything I think I think last year if we flipped it we probably would have we probably would have won that game so having our fans for this second leg is going to be huge and yeah I think we'll be able to do it for them Well we, got, we hope to see you out there for both of those legs and we hope that you're going to end this fantastic season at Wembley we're all right behind the boys congratulations on a great season thank you for that goal and uh, and good luck for the for the rest of the games <laughs> I'm joined by the score of one of the most special goals of this season, the second one against Watford, Alan Campbell. Out. Let's start with that. It's the only place to start. I mean, the ball fell, fell at your feet. You've banged it home. And my word, the noise after you put that in the back of the net. No, I know. It was surreal, actually, when the ball came in. Um, it was just kind of, it's when I blow really after that. Um, I think you can see my celebration. You feel the, the adrenaline running through my body and... Um, uh, the scenes after it was, it was brilliant I think all the team and the players on the bench and the I think Ethan even ran up to celebrate and seeing the fans after the game how much it meant and how long it's been since they played Watford at, at home so to have them there score a goal um, just to top it off was, uh, was a great day Kind of reminded me of the Bournemouth game last season when Cow scored in the you know late in the late in injury time the scenes were just incredible everyone was in that corner it was fantastic I was, and obviously with that Derby feel to it, there was that whole atmosphere in that, um, for, especially for the players and for the fans, the way the, the away game went, you wanted to, to come and give the fans something to cheer about and especially to get the win and um, the score later on as well was, was class and the atmosphere and the, the fans were brought not there. Because we had a habit of winning 1-0 at that time, so I think we were all kind of, oh, well, we're just going to do it again, but thankfully you just made, put all of our hearts at ease for the last sort of three or four minutes or whatever it was. I know, especially um, maybe that last three minutes uh, just uh, waiting for the whistle to go to get more celebrations. But no, I was just grateful to score, especially in a derby game. It was it was a good game, one of my, also the first one at home. So it was um, a good end to it and I loved it. Yeah, absolutely highlight of the season, but hopefully not the highlight of the season. That's hopefully still to come. But to finish third in the championship, I know you guys have all told me, everyone that I've had on the podcast this season, you've all said progression, be better than last season, that's our aim. But to finish third in the championship is a massive achievement. No, I know. I think if you look at all the teams and ask people outside the club, um, they probably would doubt us. But in the club, we always had that ambition. We knew how good we, we were as a team. And to do it last year to get into the playoffs um, was a great achievement, but we believed that we could go that one step further and to finish third amongst the, the clubs and the budgets these ha- the clubs have to for us to go and do it is, is a great achievement for us. But as you said, it's, it's not the end yet. We've still got a couple more big, massive games coming up, so um, we'll be ready for them. It's not the end. Um, last season, when we went into the playoffs, we had to win that last game to get in. This time, we've kind of had three or so weeks to sort of get ready for them, acclimatise and all. Is that going to help us? I think so. I think, obviously, the um, the whole emotion side of it last year was going into that final day and it was exciting, obviously. But I think to, to get that secured, you know, it's just fully focused on the next game's coming up, making sure everybody's fit, um, ready to go. So they've got the manager's got the full... 24, 25 players to pick from for the, the next games coming up because we'll need everybody and um, I think we'll be in a, a good place come the, the playoff games. Anything can happen in a playoff game. Um, it's the pressure, the excitement. It'll be a, 
it'll be a good two games as you said I think obviously having finishing third and having that luxury having the home game signed will um, be a massive bonus this year and I think we'll just be looking forward to getting in there and hopefully getting the job done I was going to ask about that home game second. I think that is really significant, isn't it? I think that's really what got Huddersfield over the line against us last season. If you'd flipped it round, I'm confident you guys would have won that semi-final. Uh, definitely. I think obviously at Ken Wolf Road, the, the fans are a, one of their main um, strengths. They're the 12th man out there and I think to have that in the second game to really push us to the, the end and I think we'll use that to our advantage and I don't think anybody will fancy coming to, to Luton on a Tuesday night. So no, we'll look forward to it. And of course, you was on the pitch that night at Huddersfield, and it hurt. It hurt all of us. It hurt us in the stands. I'm sure it definitely hurt you guys. Is that gonna? You're gonna use that as motivation in these playoffs? Um, I think I remember it. Obviously, you don't want to, the same outcome, the same feeling after after last season. You put so much hard work into a season to to get it took away for you just at the end. Um, you'll be thinking about that. But I think this year we're just focused on getting the results and trying to be smart about it, being tactical and. Um, just using our football brains to, to make sure we go over the line and also using a bit of emotion and that fire but to be calm and use it in the right way We've been absolutely relentless this season I really hope there's four more relentless games in us I'm absolutely sure there is thank you for that wonderful goal Like even, even if it was inside the penalty box it's just unbelievable scenes all the best for the next month mate. Oh, Cheers, thank you nice talk to you Okay, I've got the town centre back, well, centre back, wing back, pretty much every back. Yeah, Amari Bell alongside me. Amari, congratulations on a brilliant season, uh, personally and for the club. Uh, let's let's start personally first. We're used to seeing you at left wing back. Alfie's come in, so you've gone in one left centre back. Have you enjoyed that transition? Yeah, I've uh, I've enjoyed it a lot. To be fair, I mean. Funny enough, uh, at the start of the season, I think uh, I had a, had a little rumour that Nathan Jones wanted me to play left centre-back and I wasn't quite having it. <laughs> but, you know, um, being in that position now, I thoroughly enjoyed it, to be fair. And, you know, I think I've done great for the team. Um, you know, keeping clean sheets as well as defenders is is something that we uh, pride ourselves on. So it's uh, it's been great. What I like about you in that position is obviously when you're at wing-back, you're naturally going to get forward. You know, it's part of the job. But even at centre-back... He- hasn't stopped you from getting forward no not at all I think uh, the gaffer now he he likes that likes the outside centre backs to uh, drive forward and you know be a threat as well so it's it's yeah it's good I feel you know when I'm in that position I kind of in my head I kind of feel like I'm playing left back um, so I'm just trying to try and do the same things that I am in that position and yeah like I said uh, try and get forward and help the team a lot 19 clean sheets this season obviously it's not just an individual effort it's a whole team effort but uh, at this level as well that's a fantastic achievement yeah it is I mean like I said we pride ourselves on clean sheets and like I said to keep 19 um, we've still games to go to improve that that record it's amazing one clean sheet in particular what Luton fans will never forget the one at home against Watford talk to me about your memories of that day yeah I mean <laughs> obviously the away fixture wasn't uh one to, we'll to Sabre, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, every, I think everyone was looking forward to the home fixture and I think we, we did ourselves justice, um, like I said, to beat them, to keep a clean sheet and um, just be doing a lot better in the league is, is fantastic for, you know, the whole club. Kenilworth Road was rocking that day. <laughs> the noise was just incredible. I mean, when Al scored and he was all in the corner, the scenes were just fantastic. Yeah, no, it was. It was for sure. But I mean... Uh, ever since I've came here, I thought the fans have been amazing. Um, I remember, like you know, my first few games, and I thought, "Wow, you know, the, the supporters are they're great, and they help us to to keep going to the 90th minute." I've had a lot of players on the podcast this season, and every one of these said, "Finish better than last season, finish higher than last season, promotion—that's the aim." Well, we finished higher than last season. We finished third. Brilliant, brilliant achievement, and it means we get the second leg of the playoffs at home. How big a thing is that? Yeah, that's going to be key. That's going to be key. Like I said, nobody wants to come to the Kenny and um, it's going to be great to, to play the second game at home. Um, obviously, you know, we need to do the business in both games, um, which obviously we're going to try to do. But yeah, the, the home fixture is key. Is there an Amari Bell goal in the playoffs saved up for us? Uh, I'm, I'm hoping so. <laughs> I mean, I've only got one this season, so if I can save another one for the final, then, you know, it'll be amazing. 
brilliant because it was your goal that got us out of the conference for Kidderminster nine years ago. So if you were the man to score the goal that got us into the Premier League, my word, what a story that would be. No, exactly. Exactly. That <laughs> that would be uh, <laughs> what dreams are made of. But um, yeah, I mean, if I was to score Carlton, Lux, you know, Kelly, I think, you know, it's, it's going to be amazing whoever helps us to get promoted to the Prem. Amari, you've been brilliant to watch this season. You, the team and everyone, I wish you all the best for the playoffs. I really, really know you guys are going to do it this time. So all the best. Thank you. Thanks a lot. I'm here with uh, Reese Burke at the annual awards bash. Uh, Reese, the season's over. These things usually happen when, when that is the case, but gladly it's not. How much are you looking forward to the players? Uh, yeah, no, really, really, um, really buzzing. Uh, I thought like the team's done really well, uh, well last year. Um, obviously we finished the playoffs last year and it wasn't to be. Um, I believe this year will be different. Um, I feel like we're stronger, we're better. Um, so yeah, and I think we've been in a, been in a great position. It's been nice to obviously, um, secure the playoffs early. Um, obviously having a few games to go. So, uh, a few players obviously, uh, getting a little bit of rest, um, shall we say, and uh, things like that. So I think it's a really real positive for us, and I think that even the teams um, this season that we've played and we've got results against, it just proves that we're we're, we're a good team. Um, but yeah, no, I'm really looking forward to to the playoffs. Um, and as I said, I, I really believe that we could we could do it this year. I think everybody would be keen to to know uh, how close are you to being back? Obviously, been out a little while. Uh, Rob's been talking that it could be close. What's the status? Yeah, no, me on a personal, it's been a, been a really difficult season for me personally, um, picking up quite too many injuries than, than what I'd like. Um, it's been frustrating. I feel like when I've, when I've been fit and I've been playing, I feel like I've been doing well. Um, so there's, um, sort of just trying to push through to, to the end of the season. So yeah, no, it's been, it's been a, it's been a difficult season, uh, for me personally, but, I think it just shows what a good team we've got because even when players have picked up injuries and players have not been playing, um, the team has still been doing well. Um, so it's, it's, it's been massive and it's, it's been really pleasing to watch um, to watch games and see us pick up results. Um, so yeah, no, I've been buzzing for the team. Um, and as I say, hopefully I'll, 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 um, I'll be back, obviously ready for the playoffs. That's really good to hear because, I mean, this time last year, the squad was virtually decimated by injuries going into the playoffs. And, you know, we spoke to Elijah, who was in cryogenic freezer to try and get back and it, it didn't quite work out this time. But does it feel different this time? Yeah, it feels much different. Uh, I feel like, I feel like the, the players which are coming this season, uh, have done really well. Um, I feel like we've, we've got better as a team. Um, I think we've, we've, we've progressed since last year. Um, and we're really, Shall we say? I know a lot of people from the outside would say Luton's not really, not really a big team, but we've been massive this year, um, and we've proved it with, 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 with the teams we've played, and we've given everyone a hard game um, this year. And I think if you look at it, I think there's a few games which um, we may have dropped points, which has obviously been disappointing. Um, but we're still up there, and it's, it's, it's what good teams do. And sometimes we we may not play our best, but we still pick up results, and that's. As again, that's what good teams uh, doing. So I just feel like we're on we're on a good run and good momentum um, to really go and finish the season on high and, and get promoted. That tag you mentioned, obviously, people say that Luton are a big team, and I think that, that really spurs the fans on because uh, we rel- relish that. Does it, does it do the same for the, the players? Yeah, no, I think definitely. Um, I think players obviously aware of what people say from outside, um, from outside, uh, obviously football, the training ground, and, and whatnot. So. But it's been it's been brilliant. I like I like sometimes when teams come and we're apparently the underdogs and we give them a good game or we get a result and it's, it's such a great feeling and I've got confidence with whatever game we was we was going in, in into this season. Um, as I say, I think I, I fancy anyone in this league for if if we had a one-off game, I really do. Um, but yeah, no, it's been it's been brilliant. Um, I think Rob's done well since uh, since he's come in and um, taken over. Um, Sort of kept the momentum there and, and really pushed us on. Tweaked, tweaked a few things which which have made us a lot better um, in terms of uh, keeping keeping the ball a little bit more and, and possession wise. But no, as, as I say, it's been it's been a great season. It's been it's been a really good season for for Luton fans and everyone um, in, involved with Luton Town. And as I say, it'd just be really really brilliant if we just top off and get 
Molly because I, I, we do deserve it. I genuinely do believe it. Well, absolutely. I mean, the table doesn't lie, does it? You're, you're third, um, clearly third. You've beaten your nearest rivals in that sense, Middlesbrough, quite recently. Unbeaten, that's 14. That's the first time that's been done in 41 years at this level. So when you go into those playoffs, I've made the case in this podcast that we shouldn't talk about fear. There's nothing to fear, is there? No, it's nothing to fear at all. And I think the reason why we're doing well is because the lads ain't been fearing all, all season. Um, even for the Middlesbrough, Middlesbrough game the other day, uh, obviously there was a lot of talk and a lot of speculation, obviously away from football. It was a big game and whatnot. Um, obviously, they, they rested a few players, but we wasn't our best. Um, and again, I'll go, I'll go on to it. We wasn't our best, but we still managed to get a result. Um, it just shows what, what a good team we are. We've still obviously got players coming back from injury. Um, and I think, Coming, coming to the playoffs, I think we'll have a really good squad to, to, for the gaffer to, to pick from. Because um, everyone's been doing really well. Um, but yeah, no, it's not, nothing to fear. Nothing to fear at all um, um, being here. I think that the fans understand the situation. Um, but as you say, it's a massive opportunity for everybody and it's, everybody wants it. Um, and it was the first thing which, which Rob said when, when, when he came in, he wanted us to get promoted and he believed in us and he really, really got that belief going through, through the team and it just, it just showed on the pitch with picking up results and then seeing ourselves fly up there and obviously securing the third, the third spot, which is, which had been important, um, just shows we're the third best team in that season. Do you know what I mean? The worst case scenario, but no, I generally, I generally believe we're in, we're in a good position. Um, and as I say, I think that obviously there's a few players obviously coming back before, before the playoffs and, We've got a really strong side this year. I think last year was was difficult in terms of injuries, <clears throat> as you said. Um, but this year, this, I think this year is different. Yeah, just last year. I mean, it's been a breath of fresh air for Rob to come in and say those things about the Premier League. Not in an arrogant way. He's just that's the goal, and and he's not been shying away from that. As we stand now, and you know, in less than a month, there's a potential you could be a Premier League player. I mean, what that means here? Yeah, that's that's the dream. Um, I think that's what everybody wants. <clears throat> I think that's what everybody wants to achieve um, being here. Um, as I said, when the gaffer came in, he, he was, it was it was all he wanted, and um, he really demanded from us, and the lads have demanded from from ourselves and as a team, and pushed 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 each other on. Um, I think people have got better. I think we've progressed as a team, improved uh, competitions, pushed players on. Um, it's just been a really positive season in terms of progressing. Um, but yeah, no, that's the dream and that's the aim, obviously, to get promoted. Um, and as, again, I keep saying it, but I genuinely believe that we can do it this year. Me too. Thanks, Chris. Just had the Ember season awards bash, some really truly deserved winners. But actually, this is a season where the whole squad deserves an award because finishing third in the championship is unbelievable. Yeah, I don't want to say unbelievable because, like, really, we believe in these lads, and um, saying unbelievable is almost like yeah, we didn't think it could be possible. They're they're really talented. They've got a brilliant work ethic, a togetherness like I've never seen, you know, in any group before. Um, and uh, yeah, they're really, really special. They're really special. So they all deserve credit. But within a, any successful group, there's always individuals that really do stand up and stand out. Uh, and we've obviously celebrated some of those performances and contributions from the season tonight. I should have said unbelievable from the outside because I fully believed in this team and in yourself, actually, because... You came in at a time where we were just outside the playoffs, but we were in a good place, but you propelled us, and now we're in third place. We're going into the playoffs. We've crowned the award winners tonight, but the season's not over. There's still one more job to do, and uh, we're in a great place to push on and do it. We've got the biggest prize to play for in world sport now, you know, and that's that's where we're at. That's the situation. So we're well aware of it, but we're relishing the opportunity. I think we've got a group of players here who are hungry. Um, I think there's a... A real belief doesn't mean you know you can never guarantee you're going to win. You can't guarantee you're going to do it, anything. But what we can guarantee and what we know is that these lads we're going to they're going to fight and they're going to give everything. And uh, and when we do that, we're really hard to play against. And uh, let's see what happens. I'm really looking forward to it. 
You've been in five months, you've already enjoyed some great times at Kenilworth Road. I don't need to tell you which one's the best one so far, but there is one more in that second leg next Tuesday where the Kenny is going to be absolutely rocking like it hasn't rocked before. I can't wait as a fan. I'm sure it's what you coach for and what the players play for. It's just going to be a great night. I hope so. Um, we're going to need the fans. Now, I really need to make that clear as well tonight. We, we want that to be louder than it's ever been before. We want them to be behind the lads more than ever before. Um, because our supporters can have such an impact in a game. I don't think they uh, realise how important they are and, uh, and how important a role they can, they can play. And um, I know the lads are going to be fired up. We're going to be well up for it. And I know the fans will be too. Let's make it a really special night. And they've got right behind you since you come to the club. Your song sung every single place that we go to. Do you know the words to it yet? <laughs> I try not to like I said I find myself whistling it sometimes I've got to stop myself <laughs> but um, no, we're really thankful for all the support it's, it's, it means a hell of a lot it really does it's special and to have a connection with the supporters so quickly and, and especially following someone like Nathan who, who did amazing things uh, with, his, with his team and, and then coming from Watford as well I, I, had, I was worried um, but I'm so so proud of what we've been able to do together uh, and, and really find myself in a, in a really privileged position and I'm, I'm really thankful for it. You joined me on our podcast when you arrived. I knew from the moment that we had our chat that this was going to be a fantastic season. Congratulations so far. Really, really hope you're the man to lead us to the promised land. Thank you so much. much. I really appreciate it. Okay, so we got the thoughts of uh, as many players as we could get over the course of the evening, and then we've got two semi-finals uh, to re- to really, really, really enjoy. Uh, I think we're all confident around this table that we're going to have a much better result than we had twelve months ago. If we do, we will return for a preview podcast of the Wembley final uh, ahead of that game. If we don't, it's going to be a Nasty couple of weeks, I think, to get over it. So we will return for an end of season preview podcast, but we'll wait until the playoffs are a thing of the past before we come back with that. So depending on the result of that semi-final will depend on when we are back either between the semi-finals and the final or probably late, late May when we've kind of got our bearings back to reflect on the season. But thanks for everyone listening to this podcast. Thanks to all the players that we've managed to get hold of. And, uh, Here's to two absolutely massive nights that the town are going to come through and send the lads to Wembley. Come yeah. on, you come hatters. On, you hatters. Come on, you hatters.